This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. So you better be prepared every single day to do the work to lock in on that play. And I'm not saying every play will be perfect. I'm not saying every day will be perfect. But the manner in which you show up to attack your work, that can be perfect. And that mindset can be owned in every decision that you make. Hey now, it's cracking. Thank you very much for finding your way to the Jim Rome Podcast, and welcome to episode 232, where this week I'm joined by somebody that I admire a great deal and I respect. He also brings a completely different perspective and energy to the original side hustle, because my guest this week is performance coach, author, speaker, and a close friend of mine, Ben Newman. I say a different perspective because what Ben does is extremely unique and allows him the opportunity to work closely with some of the biggest names in sports, some of the biggest brands as well. Nick Saban and Alabama football, Mel Tucker, Mac Jones, Levante David, the Dolphins, the Vikings, and more. In other words, a number of extremely successful and high-achieving people and organizations find inspiration and motivation and purpose and intent and focus by listening to what Ben has to say. And I'm hoping you're all about to have the same exact experience. So let's get right to it. It's episode 232 of the Jim Rohn Podcast with Ben Newman, and it's coming at you right now. I think that it goes without saying this is somebody who I consider a close friend, somebody I admire and respect greatly, somebody who has tremendous energy, which I love to tap into, and that is Ben Newman. Ben, it is great to talk to you once again. Thank you for making time. My brother, how are you doing? Jim, you know it's great to be with you, brother, and uh, I feed off of your energy as well, so couldn't be any more excited to be with you and all your listeners today. All right, so it's always great to talk to you, but especially this time of year. You work closely with a number of college and professional programs, as well as individuals and corporations. One of the schools, Ben, that you work with is Michigan State. Spartans head coach Mel Tucker was telling me the other day how important it is for he and his staff and his team to, quote, stay connected to their burn. I know for a fact that he got that from you. Help me with that. What does it mean when you say stay connected to your burn? You know, Jim, you and I are the kind of individuals who are always trying to fight to find our next level. And so, you know, reading books over the years and being exposed to coaches, I still have two coaches. I'm still reading books every day trying to get better. And what I ended up finding out was there was all this conversation around why and purpose which is so incredibly important. But I felt like people were missing the burn. This underlying fire, maybe it's pain that you've been through that causes you to say, I'm not going back to that pain, or somebody who sacrificed for you, or maybe you're sacrificing for somebody, but there's this underlying burn that ignites your why and your purpose that then causes you to be disciplined in your daily action. And so when I recognized that I had my burn, and I recognize all these stories you hear of high performers, they have their burn. I realize this burn is real and it's inside all of us. 
and we have to do the work to identify it to push ourselves to grow to our highest level. Okay, so I was just going to say, what happens if, well, you just answered it. I was going to say, Ben, what if you don't have a burn and you just made the point that it is within all of us? What if you don't know what that burn is? How do you go about finding it or even developing it? One of my favorite questions, and you know, so much of our work, especially during this time of year with all the training camp visits and things going on, it seems like it's all sports related, but I'm still doing work in the corporate world every day. And one of my favorite questions, because I hear that all the time, to share with leaders when that individual they're struggling, they don't have clarity. And this is sports or business, but a lot of times in business, I hear this. We just, there, there's just, there's a lack of clarity. Say, grab your future and bring it to today. I mean, that, that's kind of how you clear the clutter of any excuse that I don't have an answer. Everybody has a future. Everybody has something they can see. Everybody has something they tell you that they want. So grab your future, bring it to today, tell me what you see. And it's one of those questions where you can't really BS your way through it. Somebody's going to have an answer for you. And typically there's going to be something that you can attack in terms of why did you choose that? Then we get a little bit deeper. Then we get a little bit deeper and you end up finding that burn takes a little while to get there, but that's how we help individuals connect to it. So, Ben, what about you personally? When did you yourself get that clarity, and what is your personal burn for those who do not know? Well, you know, one of the things, you know, for me, Jim, I, I had to grow up fast. And you, you know my story. A lot of people don't. My parents were divorced when I was six months old, never knew my parents together. My mother, a handful of years later, is diagnosed with a rare muscle disease called amyloidosis. My mother's last year living, we had 24-hour nursing care in our home. My mother, I'm a seven-year-old boy. My mother's coming to the dinner table every single night without fail to ask me how my day was at school. She was a teacher. And one of those teachers, her students loved her. My brother and I adored her. She had this passion and energy for life. So she's coming to the dinner table. I know it's tough on the ears to hear, but she's dying before my eyes as a seven-year-old boy, Jim. And when dinner's over, she's going back to her TV room, now turned into a hospital, into a 24-hour nursing care center where I'm climbing under her IV wires to tuck her in at night. Mm. And even though my mother passed away 11 days before my eighth birthday, because of how she chose to live every day, there is a burn inside of me that I just, I, I, just ha I just I have got to continue writing her story. It's her legacy. It's the passion she instilled in me to attack life. And I just embrace every single day because every day is a gift. I'm 43 years old. I've already gotten five more years than she ever got in this world, and I'm not going to waste any of them. What an incredible message. Hey, Ben, let me ask you something. What, and I'm always curious about people. I was talking earlier today on my program. There are morning routines. There are night routines. <clears throat> there are people who have regimens. I'm curious, Ben. Well, I already know the answer, so I'm not curious. But I'm curious to hear your response for those who do not know it. Ben, what time do you wake up in the morning? I, I wake up at uh, 224. Not 2.30, but 2.24. Why 2.24? Well, for all the uh, sports fans on your sports show here, many of them will remember a guy by the name of Anthony Peeler, a sweet lefty three-point shooter for the Missouri Tigers. I'm a St. Louis-born kid. So I was always a huge Anthony Peeler fan. So everything has to have fours. Used to be 44. That was my number. So I, the 2.24, it's nothing biblical. It's nothing that has any crazy significance other than four. 44 is my favorite number. And so I, I've always just realized that, you know, that also has a little bit of a crazy edge to it. And I, I think that's part of life, you know, for us and for everybody listening, 
Like if your goals aren't big enough that people think you're crazy, you're not thinking big enough. If you're not doing things that seem just a little bit off and pushing yourself to be uncomfortable, then you're probably not really uncomfortable. And I think for the high level athletes that I've been blessed to work with, the coaches, Jim, even even your example, conversations you and I have had. There's, there's just we thrive on staying uncomfortable. We thrive on pushing. We thrive on living to that edge. And those are the things that I think, you know, people think you're a little bit crazy, but you're probably on to something and writing one hell of a story if that's the way that you're living. Now, hey, Ben, crazy like a fox. I mean, l- listen, first of all, I love the Anthony Peeler reference. Absolutely love the Anthony Peeler <laughs> reference because you're right. That was a smooth, left-handed perimeter player. Listen, 224, though, Ben, like I'm a four- 45 guy or a 430 guy. I know lots of people in that 430 club. 224 is very different than 430 or even 4 a.m. I mean, what? how does that work? I know, I know you're not just doing that to be different. You are being really effective. What is the process? What time do you go to bed at in order to effectively and consistently get up at 224? Well, first off, let me, let me, I will directly answer the question, but let me pull back on something. I always appreciate you know, the questions that you ask directly about some of the things and decisions that I make in my life. It's all, it's all tied to a purpose, Jim. And so as I answer these questions, I, just, I encourage everybody, number one, not to wake up at 224, not to necessarily do things to the level of the extent that I do them, but make decisions that push and challenge you. Somebody waking up at 5 o'clock in the morning or 5.30 might be a significant challenge for them. So find your environment where you're challenging yourself. I like that. The reason why I get up that early is because with the amount of travel that I do, the amount of time that I have on the road, it's important to me to be present with every opportunity I have to be with my children. So my kids, they wake up now at 6.30. And so when I hear the pitter-patter or their alarms go off in their room, I want to be done with my routine, which consists of my workout, putting my head in a book that's important to me, making sure that our team is in alignment for the day, being organized, having my breakfast, getting in my crazy workout that I do every day, showered, so that when it's time to get them ready, I'm active in getting them ready. I'm helping to make them breakfast. I'm taking them to school. I want to be an active dad because I already have enough time that's away. So I've had to choose to make sacrifice, part of which is the the time that I wake up in order to do the things I need to do to prepare to attack the day. College football is back, so it's time to enjoy the tradition, the fun, and the great offers from DraftKings Sportsbook to celebrate the best time of the year right now. New customers can bet just 5 bucks on any team and get $200 in free bets instantly, win or lose. If that's not enough action, you can also place a same-game parlay for a shot at an even bigger payout. Just combine multiple bets into one like which team will get the win, which team to score first, and more. I love parlays. That's how you get down. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now. Use the promo code ROME. Bet just $5 on college football and get $200 in free bets instantly. That's code ROME. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions do apply. See show notes for details. 
I think that's a great, great explanation, and it's twofold, Ben. Number one, make sure that you're attached to your purpose. I'm hearing that loud and clear. I think also what you just said, too, is, listen, if you don't get up at 224, that doesn't necessarily mean that you're not hardcore or you're not motivated. Getting up at 5 o'clock might be a major, major improvement from somebody else. In other words, it's you against you. Don't compare yourself and find out what works best for you. Now, somebody else that you work with that I also know is Mac Jones, Patriots quarterback Mac Jones. He's somebody you work with. He talks about the importance of what you call having prize fighter days. What is a prize fighter day? Uh, a prize fighter day. And, and first off, you know, Mac is an incredible young man. I, I remember the interview that you guys did around, uh, you know, the, the Pro Bowl and just getting to spend time with him. And I, I love seeing the two of you together and you know, you got to see a glimpse into his mindset and how he shows up every day. And, you know, Max, one of those kids who has made a choice to take ownership. You know, all of us in our lives, we're going to be put in situations where we could say, this isn't fair. When am I going to get my turn? You know, when I met Mac, when I started my work at Alabama, he was the third string quarterback between Jalen Hurts and Tua Tungvaloa. I mean, the kid probably thought, or people were saying he knew he was going to start and get his opportunity, but people are telling him you should transfer. You're never going to play. Then when he gets his chance, he's competing against Bryce Young, and people are saying, ah, timing getting right for you again, kid. Probably should have transferred. And then he goes on and has one of the greatest seasons in the history of college football. Now, what I'm about to share, the answer to this prize fighter day, is a mental training tool that I've been teaching for 16 years. I've been doing this for a little bit now. And it's how you break down your days personally, professionally, and in your service to others. And Mac is one of those individuals. And he learned this from his father, too, who's a professional tennis player. Mac's been blessed to have people in his life who believe in the importance of making the decisions that cause big results. Discipline wins. And so when I shared this concept of a prize fighter day, Mac knew, like, this is the belief system I already have. And so essentially, we're just going to break down as busy as you are. What do you still need to do personally? Okay, now for athletes, and these are all athletes, whether it's Michigan State, the work that I've done at Alabama, Kansas State, NFL players, we break down their days. Every decision and choice that you make is going to determine what you manufacture in terms of your output on the field. So we have to be paying attention to your nutrition, amount of time you spend in the playbook the amount of time you spend in recovery, every single detail of what makes you a great player. And Mac Jones is one of those kids who he said, I will own it. And I'm not going to own it some of the time. I'm going to own it every damn day. And the kid has done it. And he continues to just write one heck of a story. So, I mean, it's, it's amazing, Ben. So like this guy or any guy, when you talk about owning it every damn day, are we talking about literally Owning it every damn hour of every damn day, every damn minute of every damn day. Are we talking about no wasted time at all? Well, if you look at a prize fighter day, it breaks down the things that you have the opportunity to do personally, then professionally or athletically, right? Depending upon how we break it down, if it's a team, an athlete or somebody in the corporate world, and then of service to others. So I'm not saying to somebody, if you're an athlete, you should only focus on athletics and forget about your family. I encourage people, hey, you need to, you need to stay in touch with your buddies from high school. 
the buddies who think that because now you're the quarterback for the New England Patriots, you're going to forget about them. Or maybe the guys that you were rolling with in college who they didn't make it to the NFL. Stay in touch with those guys. Feed off those guys. Spend time with your significant others and your loved ones. So I encourage people to break down their days. But you're damn right. When we're talking about your ability to attack, you don't get any time back. We can't have regrets. You know, an official in a game, if the play doesn't go your way, Mac Jones can't go to that official or Levante David can't go to that official and say, hey, can I have that play back? So you better be prepared every single day to do the work to lock in on that play. And I'm not saying every play will be perfect. I'm not saying every day will be perfect. But the manner in which you show up to attack your work that can be perfect, and that mindset can be owned in every decision that you make. Oh, bam. I love that sound so much. It actually makes me smile. You know why? Because that is the sound of another sale on Shopify, the all-in-one commerce platform to start, run, and grow your business. Let me talk to you again about Shopify and why I like it so much. It gives entrepreneurs the resources that were once reserved for big business. That way, upstarts, startups, and established businesses alike can sell everywhere. They can synchronize online and in-person sales and effortlessly stay informed. It can do all that for you. Scaling your business is a journey of endless possibility. I know this. I know where we started with this podcast, and I know where it is right now, and I know how much bigger it's going to get. Shopify is helping me with all of that. And I love how they have the tools and resources that make it easy for any business to succeed from down the street to around the globe. Shopify powers over millions of businesses, businesses like mine and just like yours, from first sale to full scale. You can reach customers online and across social networks with an ever-growing suite of channel integrations and apps, including Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Pinterest, and more, which of course is exactly where you want to be. More than a store, Shopify grows with you. This is possibility powered by Shopify. Here's what you need to do. Go to shopify.com slash Rome, all lowercase, and get a free 14-day trial and get full access to Shopify's entire suite of features. Grow your business with Shopify today. Once again, go to shopify.com slash R-O-M-E right now, shopify.com slash Rome. All right. So, Ben, one more thought about Mac before I move on. And, you know, clearly you work with him and help him on mindset. But physically, and I mentioned this because you made your point of saying one of the reasons I get up early in the morning is because I want to get that physical work in. I want to get that workout in. Physically, Mac looks really different than when I sat with him in that interview that you referenced. Physically, he looks really different. How does he look to you now? And then what do those physical improvements mean to his mental game? Well, you know, I, I think, you know, looking at Mac, it's obvious and there's articles. I'm not, I'm not sharing anything that hasn't been plastered all over the Internet. I mean, there's articles. You can tell the kid made a decision. I am going to commit to doing what it takes to be ready to attack on a different level this season. And you can see how he looks physically. And I think for any of us, I mean, heck, if there's a listener right now who has been undisciplined in their workout, yet they get done with this interview and they drop down and do 100 push-ups. I don't care if you're so out of shape that it takes you 20 sets of five. When you get done with those 100 push-ups, your blood is pumping, your chest tightens up, you feel good about yourself. And so when an athlete pushes themselves to change their body, 
you are damn right it's going to change their mind. It's going to change their belief. It's going to change that swagger. It's going to change that confidence, and it absolutely impacts their performance. All right, Ben, you mentioned Levante David. He is one of the most respected guys in the league, one of my favorite guys to talk to. I know that you prepare him on game days and have been doing so for several years. With respect to the confidentiality that you have with all of your clients, is this something that you do for your guys additionally? Like, what types of things do you do with a guy on game day to help them get ready when they're already the elite of the elite? Well, give me an opportunity to have some fun uh, with this answer because I, I, I know, you know, it's uh, I've been listening to you for a long time, well before you and I were ever connected. Even time we spent in California, my wife was listening to you when she was living in San Diego Incredible. 20 something years ago. So we've been listening for a long time, but it's very humbling for me that you also listen. And I, I know where you're going with that question because you remember the interview that I did on our show, which is called The Burn with Levante. And so I'm not going to bait people and make you go watch the interview. I'm going to give you the answer because he's the one who said it. So I'm not not revealing anything. But he mentions at the end of the interview about uh, my preparation and messages that I leave for him on game days. So for the last 10 years, you know, I've been leaving Levante messages for games. And you realize whether you're in the corporate world, if you pay enough attention, if you understand somebody's heart, if you understand somebody's passion, if you care enough about relationships to understand what drives people, then you can help communicate with them to get the most out of their performance. So Levante references the work that we did and messages and things of that nature. But for those that are leading teams right now, get to know your players. Don't just walk in and tell your player, go do this. Understand what drives them. Understand their burn. Understand their passion so that maybe there's one key word that when you say that word to that player, it lights them up inside and they will attack. And that's what I try my hardest to do with all of our athletes is to help understand what is that trigger? What is that fire? What is that burn? Where when you mention it, it causes them to want to attack every single play and every opportunity they have. So we could talk about how complicated other banks make it to redeem credit card rewards, like how they require minimums and worse, how their rewards flat out expire. Or we can talk about how with Discover, you can redeem your rewards for cash in any moment at any time. I mean, you want to talk about amazing. And now that we're talking about that, let's get back to what we normally talk about, sports. You know, the stuff that you came to hear me rap about. Learn more at discover.com slash redeem rewards. Terms do apply. I'm going to share a personal note with you and an observation, Ben. I think why it works so well for you, and people throw the word around a lot, you know, somebody or this person is authentic, this person is genuine. Now that I'm spending more and more time in this space, and I'm like you, I'm spending time in this space because I want to get better and I want to learn. I'm spending time in this space because I want to be in the space, and I think I have some things to share. I see a lot of people in the space say things like, just know your loved or just know that you're this that or the other when it comes from you ben you've done a very very good job about connecting with people your thing is connect with your burn but your thing is also connect with people when you send those messages and i get them from you also they feel personal they feel authentic they feel genuine i think that's unique it feels real and it's not a quote newsletter where somebody says you're loved, you're respected, you're appreciated. And I want you to know that. It does feel very, very authentic. 
Well, you know, it, it's appreciation for relationships. It's appreciation for, you know, the opportunities to have relationships in life. I think we live in a world right now where people are moving so fast that people don't even reach peak performance because they, they don't even know how to slow down and appreciate a relationship or appreciate the details of what they need to attack to understand how they can do better, how they can improve. And I just encourage people to slow down, love on those relationships in your life more, understand how you can help each other get better. Because to me, that's what life's all about. Right. All right. So I recently took part in an online forum that you put together about mental toughness. You had about three dozen or more of some of the most compelling speakers you're ever going to see speaking on that one topic, mental toughness. You could have taken any theme, any topic whatsoever. Why was mental toughness the one that you chose to focus on? Because the world is weak, Jim. The, the world that we live in today, it, it's like we're almost we're almost being encouraged to be weak. You know, messages and things that people say and things that you hear. It's almost like, okay, I think what I'm hearing is is I'll just wait. Let me let me just go sit on the sideline and just wait. And then after I see what's going on, maybe I'll choose to get into the game. And unfortunately, I don't live my life that way. And I've been blessed to share the stage and have some friends that have done some very unique things and performed at very high levels. And I reached out to those friends, you being one of them, and said, Jim, we've got to change this tone. We've got to change what's being said in the world today because people are not weak. People are strong. And people need to reminded, be reminded that they do have strength. And often the pain and adversity that you're going through is where you're actually going to build your greatest strength. So don't lay on the mat. Don't wait on the sideline. Rise up. Surround yourself with the people who believe in you and step in the game. Once again, you don't have to be perfect. But for me, winning is the opportunity to look in the mirror at the end of the day and say, today I gave it my very best. And if you can do that, nobody can ask any more of you, and you can never ask any more of yourself than your very best. And so we wanted to have an event where individuals that had the same belief system, we have got to empower people to rise up and recognize everything you need is already in you and go cut it loose one day at a time. And it was a blessing that so many people came together to spread that message. It was an awesome thing, and I was honored to be asked. And then before I let you go, just a couple of quick things, Ben. When you talk about just one, have that great day, have that powerful day, have that awesome day, what about the compounding effect of stacking those days? How does that work, and what's the value in stacking one day on top of another? And where do you end up? Well, I think the importance of the significance of the, the stacking of those days, is it's not, you know, once or twice or three times. It's not being seduced by success. If anybody goes and really listens, pays attention to studies, the highest performers in the world, they were never seduced by success. The moment they had a bad day, they wanted to attack. When they had great days, I want to attack. And they recognize it's the disciplined attack by stacking days that causes a result. And when they get the result, they crave, it's almost an obsession to go and do more. And that's the stacking of the days. It's not allowing your feelings to dictate how you show up. Living to the standard, standard over feelings, no seduction of success. And when you stack your days, remember, they don't have to be perfect, but you put in the work, you give it your best, the byproduct is success at very high levels. Yeah, I've got a quick question for you. 
Do you feel like your antiperspirant keeps you dry all day long? Dove Men Plus Care Dry Spray has an instantly drying antiperspirant formula that can help give you a cleaner feel and offers 48-hour sweat and odor protection. 48 hours. Like, I didn't even know that was possible. 48 hours. Dove Men Dry Spray feels light and clean on your skin, and it's quick and easy to use. I mean, the product is pretty amazing. All of that, and especially, especially good when you're on the go. And Dove Men Dry Spray continues. And Dove Men Dry Spray contains Dove's unique one-quarter moisturizing cream that helps to protect your skin. And it goes without saying, you better be moisturizing. It leaves your skin feeling comfortable, and it helps to protect your skin. And did I say, you had best be moisturizing? I do. You should. Try Dove Men Dry Spray. Goes on dry, clean feel, all day. And you know that I was not going to let you go before that point. To me, it's not a new topic, and I was going to ask you anyway, but I will follow you up on that. To me, this is not not just an important topic. You ask me, it might be the single most important topic, and that is that very notion you mentioned, standard over feelings. I have never met anybody who ever accomplished anything at all who did not attack their days and their feelings with that mindset. What does it mean then to maintain a standard over your feelings? Here's the way that I would put it. Everybody listening, you know exactly what you need to do in order to win. If you believe what I believe, that winning is your ability to look in the mirror as I mentioned, you know exactly what you need to do. And you can design a prize fighter day and break down personally, professionally, in your service to others. When I do these things, that's how I win. That's your standard. And you have a choice every day. You either live to that standard and stack those days on top of each other, or you live to your feelings. And when we live to our feelings, we never have the opportunity to understand how great we can be. When you live to the standard and you place that standard over your feelings, on tough days, you know you got to go to work tomorrow. If you have one of your best games of your life, I got to get back in, break down the game film, identify areas of opportunity, and keep attacking and keep stacking. That's the key to greatness. It's standard over feelings. It's not being perfect, but it's living to that standard and being your best one day at a time. Hey, but let me ask you something. I've got a really good friend, and I shared this story on the other side with the Reinvention Project with Jim Rome, which you've been a part of. And I do this, and generally the reaction's been very, very good to it. Like, hey, Rome, that's really good. Hey, Rome, that's, that's really good information, really good energy. And I've got another friend that I really, really like and I really admire, I really respect, super successful guy. And he said, yeah, you know, I've been listening. I've been listening. I'm not really getting a hell of a lot out of it. I'm like, tell me more. He's like, well, I'm in a rut. I'm in a rut and you're not telling me how to get out of my rut. How would you answer that? Like, I've got thoughts on that, Ben, but I want your thoughts on that. Like, the guy literally, oh, it's one, isn't one it amazing? Like, he's like, you're not telling me how to get out of a rut. How do you tell somebody <laughs> how to get out of a rut? I would say to somebody, go back and identify the week, the two-week period, the 30-day period where you can say, that's when I was in the zone. That's the best month I ever had. That was the best quarter I ever had and break it down and analyze what were your daily disciplines when you were performing at your highest level. That's your answer. All right, so and then it, becomes your, that, then it becomes your choice. You either choose to do it 
or you choose to keep living to your feelings and telling yourself you don't know the answer. We all know the answer, but you got to get real with yourself. You have to hold yourself accountable and you have to be willing to do the work. Too many people in the world today, Jim, you know this. Everybody wants to tell you how great they want to be. But when we have a conversation with your action, we find out how bad you really want it. Hey, Ben, do you think, are there hacks? Do you believe in the quote, life hack? There is a hack. Are there hacks? Or maybe is the hack that there is no hack? Where do you come out? <laughs> yeah, yeah the, the hack is there is no hack. The hack is, are you actually willing, you know, because I think a lot of people hear this, oh, it's really not that way. Okay, well, then you go back and you find that period of time. Anybody can email me. It's to send me a message at continued fight or whatever you want to do. You go and find that week. You go find that quarter. And you tell me during that quarter, were you actually putting in the work and doing things that were in alignment with what hard work means? Or did you wake up every day and say, boy, I hope I get results today? There is no hack. It all comes down to hard work. What most people miss, though, and it's where we started, you got to connect to your burn first. All right, so because one connecting to your connecting to your burn is what's going to help you clear the clutter. It's going to help you realize there's a reason why I'm going to do the work. There's a reason why I'm not going to listen to my excuses. There's a reason why I'm going to take action. And it's because somebody sacrificed for me, and I know that I'm not going to waste that sacrifice. Or I'm sacrificing for somebody. Or there's pain that I've been through, and I'm going to keep writing my mother's story. Everybody has a story. Stay connected to your burn. Let it ignite that why and that purpose and go be disciplined. And you come to me and tell me you don't win more in your life. That's great. I've got one last question and one quick observation. I want to reset Mac Jones. When I sat with him, I, you know, I couldn't wait to drop your name because that's what you want to do. You want to connect on a certain level. And I said, you know, you and I have a mutual friend. He goes, I know it's Ben Newman. I'm like, how about Ben, man? I love that guy. He looks at me and he goes, man, he is intense. And I just had to laugh. I'm like, dude, you <laughs> played for Nick Saban and you play for Bill Belichick. And you're telling me how intense Ben Newman is. But now listening, the <laughs> listeners get that. I always get a kick out of that story. Ben, one last thought. We So this notion of attaching to a burn, if you're attached to a burn, then you live with intent and purpose and it can, or it can guide your decision making. And then you know why you're Doing what you're doing. Let me ask you this. If you're late in life, like you figured this out early on, if you're late in life, and what if somebody were to come to you and say, hey, you know what? I never did connect to my burn. And now I understand the concept and now I want to, but hey, by the way, I'm 40 and it's too late. It's too late to get started. How do you react to that? What's your response? It is never too late. You know, we all have an opportunity to listen to our excuses or we can choose to take action. You can choose to trip on what's behind you or you can look and say, I'm 40 and now mortality rates are telling us we're going to live to 120. So as far as I'm concerned, you only went a third of your life. You got plenty more to go. Just change your behaviors, change your thought patterns. Maybe it's you're surrounding yourself with people who don't believe in you. Get rid of those people. I mean, I, I don't mean to be too direct and say, you know, th these relationships, they don't. But somebody who's holding you back, either you have a conversation with them and you move on, but you got to change your environment. Life is too short. My mother passed away at 38 years old. Hmm. So you got to make sure that the right people are there loving you, supporting you, and you're doing the right job of believing in yourself and attacking every day. My mother taught me the greatest life lesson I've ever learned. She's the greatest prize fighter I've ever known. My mother taught me it's not how long you live, it's how you choose to live your life. That 
and iron does sharpen iron. And I've done this for a long time, Ben. The thing that I really like, especially if somebody who rises at 224, your energy is always spot on every single day. If my listeners are interested in learning more about you and what the Ben Newman companies are doing to help individuals and teams and corporations, because there are so many other products and things that you offer and you teach that we did not get to, what is the best way for my listeners to get this information? So bennewmancoaching.com really highlights a lot of the work that we're doing in the corporate and the sports world. If you want to stay connected for you know, daily messaging and fire and, and my passion that I'm putting out every day. And it's me putting it out. It's at continued fight on Instagram and Twitter. And I'd say the most popular book these days is the one uncommon leadership that came out last year. We were blessed that it hit number one Wall Street Journal bestseller. And I took it as an opportunity to honor 11 people, 11 great leaders and athletes and entrepreneurs that have impacted how I show up in life. And so we, we honored those leaders in that book, and it's been a blessing that uh, people are learning from those lessons and applying it in their lives. It's a great book. It is an easy and quick read, but powerful. Hey, Ben, one last thought. I think this is something you should leave us with. I love this. Every Friday, you remind everybody, quote, champions create distance on Fridays. It seems pretty self-evident, but what do you mean by that? That means that there's a lot of people who they get to Friday and they say, oh, thank goodness we're here. I can't wait for that ding, ding, ding of 5 o'clock. And those are people that are going to live with regret and disappointment that they didn't embrace the opportunity in their lives because the way you do one thing is the way you do everything. And if you show up lazy like that on a Friday, you're doing it in other areas of your life. And then there's the individuals who say, I'm going to create distance. I know that that's the way that people think, and that will not be me. And the champions create distance on Fridays because they understand the mindset of most and they choose to be different. And finally, that way, the way you want, you do one thing is the way you do everything straight from Nick Saban in the book as well. Ben, my man, we did it once again. I appreciate you. I appreciate the friendship. I appreciate the relationship. And I appreciate you making time now for this podcast. It is great to have you on, my guy. I love you, brother. I appreciate you. And I'm always in your corner. Thank you, Jim. And thank you to all your listeners. So you're hanging out with some friends. You're putting back a few drinks. A few becomes a few too many. As the evening comes to an end and people start to head out, you think of calling for a ride. Nah, you got this. You live nearby. You can make it home just fine. It's not that big of a deal. I mean, what are the odds you'll get pulled over anyway? And even so, what's the worst that could happen? Your insurance goes up. You lose your license, you lose your job, you total your car, you kill somebody. Everybody knows about the risks of driving drunk. The results are tragic and often deadly. However, that still does not stop everybody from getting behind the wheel while under the influence. That's why police officers are out there right now looking for impaired drivers on our roads to save lives. So if you think you're okay to drive after a few drinks, think again. Play it safe. Plan ahead to get a ride. It only takes one mistake to change your life or somebody else's forever. Drive sober or get pulled over, paid for by NHTSA. Now, if that conversation did not fire you up on some level, then no conversation will. Because to me, Ben's burn is contagious and so is his message. 
And I'm talking about to people both inside and outside the world of sports, which is why I'm thankful that Ben made the time and brought his burn to the original side hustle. If you enjoyed that conversation as much as I did, just know we will have a brand new one landing next week and every week thereafter. So if you could take a second and subscribe, this way you never have to go searching for another app. It will find you instead. And while you're doing that, I'm going to give you something as well, the gift of your very own voicemails. First new message. Yo, Rome, this is Dan from Central Florida. Just watched the um, anti-Tao doc. Really enjoyable. I think it made uh, Tao give a little bit of a redemption story. One thing I didn't really agree with was I think they gave Renai a little too much time. I think they made her out to be the victim, and I don't agree with that at all. She brought everything on herself. So uh, other than that, it was a great doc. Appreciate the uh, the review on it. Tao up was uh, really good. Have a good day. Peace. Message saved. Next message. Hi, Jim. It's Rob from Reno. So I was at this goth club, and lo and behold, all of a sudden I hear, and I was like, no way. They're playing this song. I have to dance to this. So I went out, and I was the only one on the dance floor. I just fucking rocked out, and I, I didn't care that I was all alone. I just, like, swirled around and dancing to Iggy Pop, and it was like a holy moment in a way. It was absolutely fantastic. Message deleted. Next message. Hi, Mr. Roma. This is Bartender Nation, and uh, while we do appreciate your patronage to our establishment, can you please relay the message to Dr. Jana? We are not Tom Cruise in cocktail. We are not the perfectionist for the drink that she needs. So can she just give us a little bit of slack the next time she orders a drink and not send it back each time? Uh, we're doing our best. And uh, once again, we appreciate your business. Message deleted. Next message. What's up, man? Smack, it's Brady. I changed my phone service provider, and I'm just testing it to, to make sure it works. So let me know if you get this message. Thanks. Message deleted. Next message. What's up, Jimmy? It's Dr. Dave. I am fucking tired of parents thinking that their kids can be seen the same day or the next day for a physical that they should have scheduled three or four fucking months ago. It's not like you didn't know that your kid's school was going to be starting up in August or September. It kind of is the same time every year, dumbasses. Put a fucking reminder in your phone. It's not that fucking hard. Message saved. Next message. Straight cash roomy, Mark and Ports Unknown. Hey, in fairness, I think those Oakland A fans were a little confused on the term bobblehead giveaway night. Message saved. Next message. Hey, Jim, what's up? This is David from Buffalo. Put it only to John Gruden to fuck this one up. John Gruden's got the biggest ego in the history of the world. He's probably the most overrated coach in the history of pro football. This is a guy who won a Super Bowl because of Tony Dungy's players. John Gruden's ego is so big, Jim, he didn't even want to have Brady or Gronk on his team because, you know what, he knows at the end of the day Brady would have run that fucking team and he would have had no say in the offense. Guy was an idiot for quitting his job at ESPN because that's where he became famous. John Gruden, you're a loser. You showed your true colors in the last couple of years, and we found out that your ego is bigger than the state of Texas. Message saved. You have no more messages.